Have you seen this? A tree with glowing yellow eyes? Then, uh, you're probably dead already. Uh, we were, I believe we were about to let Mike contribute something. Oh, uh, well, just a minute. No. <laughs> well, I actually, I really enjoy this movie. This is this is probably one of my uh, favorite horror movies um, because it is it is so weird. And uh, like Jen implied, it's a, it's a very indie film. Um, I The way I think I described it, Jen, is it feels like a folklore mythology grad student just made this as their graduate thesis uh, because it also has that that was also says not only the about the content of the film but also the quality of the filmmaking uh, because it is it is very um, uh, uh, very Working low budget mm-hmm. okay um, it is uh, when I first saw this we got it as a rent a VHS rental from of all places a blockbuster which um, still existed at the time and also for some reason had this movie of all things you know it, it had like uh, like three three entire walls filled with nothing but like rush hour and then it had this um, yeah and, so- and, and now you have to go into like the deep foreboding you know backwoods forest of bend oregon to find a blockbuster yeah so times yeah. have changed uh, but we got this not knowing what it was and watched it and of course it's extreme the version that we saw was very grainy and washed out and it, it looked like, you know, the tape that Samara uh, appears on, uh, which which added a lot <laughs> to the experience of like watching this film because you really felt like you were you're watching like some found footage. And um, it, it hit a lot of buttons for me because it is uh, it's folk horror, but it feels like that the, that they did a lot of research they really went out of their way to capture the feel this t- movie takes place in 1750 and they really went out of their way to capture the feel of 1750 and you know what what the what america was like at that point yeah um, a lot of people get 1750 wrong i mean you're look, watching it and you're like this is 1776 this is 1640 yeah. <laughs> uh, people don't know well, I mean, the thing is, like, here, if, I, if if your average person, you're like, let's make a movie and set it in, like, 1750. Like, okay, everyone, I don't know, we'll have a whole bunch of pilgrims with, like, buckle hats and right. or something. Uh, this yeah. movie really, one of, the, one of the things that's interesting, I thought, is the fact that early on it establishes, you know, this is pre-colonial America. Or at mm. least this is, uh, this is colonial America. And because we see some of our protagonists, they tell the whole story in flashback after they have escaped it all and been picked up by, of all people, the French military, which is is still operating in what is not yet the United States. Um, Yeah, it's yeah. Or I, I mean, I would have assumed it to be Canada or at least like the U.S. Canadian border. Yeah, I don't think it's ever established exactly where this takes place. It's just somewhere yeah. in in North America. Um, Back east doesn't matter. Yeah, and it does. It has a very like we've already mentioned the Vovich, and mm-hmm. it does have a I'd say striking parallels to that film. It, it right. is, uh, you know, the the basic plot is almost identical. I think. And yeah, because it is them like going out, uh, sort of into the into the woods to to struggle on their own, and then encountering this like paranormal supernatural strife that they are just 
ill-equipped to handle. Yeah. And it even the reason... It does wonder if oh, the filmmaker responsible for The Witch had actually seen this movie and maybe drawn something from it. I maybe. honestly think there there's something to that because not only is the plot very similar, but even the reasons for them going out into the wilderness are very similar. Because in Eyes of Fire, basically you've got kind of a heretical preacher man who you know leads his oh, little yeah, uh, cult out. Yeah. He yeah. leads his cult out into the wilderness. And in The Vavitch... It's, they don't make a lot of hay out of it, but it is established early on that the dad in the family that leaves has some sort of uh, conflict with the church about his beliefs as well. So Yeah. And, and there he, is a... Was he getting uh, maniac like the guy in Eyes of Fire? Right, yeah. Yeah, and and there is some legitimacy to, like, the overall... Like, the the, the undercurrent theme of both the, the Vich and um, Eyes of Fire, which is your like your your christian values of like notions of like a higher being when put up against like the uh sort of cold indifference of of nature like the pagan uh beliefs like they don't count for for jack squat yeah yeah that's kind of my takeaway from it and again a very folk horror uh motif just the uh the the brute the brutality of the land and you know nature and red red and claw and tooth um, right, which do, does come up in this as well, though. Um, uh, should we say actually what the very capsule? Should we say capsule summary of the film? I don't think we actually said what this movie is actually about. Yeah, get to it. All right. So basically, as we said, heretical preacher man, he, he gets run out of town on a rail. So he and his cult decide we're going to strike out on our own into the North American wilderness. Uh, yeah, because they try to hang him and his uh, his woman, um, who is a. Uh, She's a she's she has powers. She has lady powers. Yeah, he's got (laughs) so he's got a couple of women. He's got the one woman who she she's got her husband who's a manly man out hunting. But uh, Mm. so so she's basically, you know, her problem is that she's hungry for the D, but Bay is out of town. So she so she shacks up with this preacher man instead. And the preacher man's other uh, hookup is basically this manic pixie dream girl from, I guess, Ireland, I think they say. Yeah. 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 She's she's got like she's in touch with the leprechauns. So she's got magical powers. (laughs) Um, It's it's not very clear exactly. She just seems to have kind of psychic powers that she uh, uh, draws on throughout the film. Is she like is she like the the mute monkey faced one or the other one that he's always making time with? That's the the mute one. Yeah. The mute mute one is the the mute one. Leah. She's the kind of like the uh, the Irish, you know, you know, witch. Yeah, she's Um, some. Like Nell-like autist. Yeah, like oh. she doesn't really she doesn't really speak except in um, I, I think she can speak like telepathically, like intelligibly in English right. to people. But for the most part, so she, she's like a regular Irish person. <laughs> she's a, a disgusting bog troll with powers. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everyone. The other woman <laughs> is Eloise, who um, she was married to this uh, hardy woodsman, Marion Dalton, who I think is out. Yeah, she's the wayward in, wife. Yeah, yeah, he's out in the forest being manly. Um, they have uh, they have a daughter, Fanny. How many kids do they have? Like two, one? Two? Um, no, I think they just have Fanny. Uh, there's a co- another couple who has Meg, and then the um, the old people, the one who has the wife who's just named Sister. I think they have a grandkid. That's a Kathleen. granddaughter. Yeah, Kathleen. I think. Yes. Yes. That's yeah, right. yeah. 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 So uh, Fanny is the daughter of Eloise and. Um, Marion Dalton, the 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 woodsman, but um, as Mike said, um, Eloise is getting dicked down by Will Smythe, uh, the smooth-tongued preacher. 
Mm. But uh, yeah. the so town this is a story about his how his life got turned upside down. <laughs> right, and um, the town doesn't like that they're hooking up, so they cry witches and they try to hang uh, Will, and I think they also want to hang Leah. But um, Leah having powers, um, when they're about to hang Will, she actually breaks the rope, like she does some kind of magic spell and frees him. And as Fanny puts it, she says, like you know, they didn't. The townsfolk didn't even seem that surprised when the rope broke. Right, but well, so yeah. Instead, they're just like, "All right, on with on with you." Right. And <laughs> what else are you then, gonna then do? They just sent, yeah, they just stole a, a raft and headed down the river, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna make our own colony with blackjack and hookers." <laughs> right, but unfortunately, they forgot that um, you know, um, manifest destiny and all that aside. Um, this continent was actually populated before all these. Um, I un- yeah, no, I did not know that. Yeah, all those before yeah. all these unwashed Europeans started coming over. There were indigenous yeah, people there. Yeah, 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 weird. Um, and uh, in this case, it's the 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 Shawnee tribe, I think. And so yes. they get their numbers thinned pretty quickly as they're traveling down the river. Right, which is great because they're the story seems to revolve around about eight characters, and I think four of them don't speak. Well, yeah, they're um the so yeah, it's just as well they get thinned out. <laughs> Right. So, uh, Mike, do you want to take it from here? Sure. Actually, I just realized I said earlier that they that we don't really know where this takes place. Uh, however, uh, I just realized since we, the Shawnee are a real tribe, that indicates that this probably takes place in uh, what is now modern uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio, or Indiana, most likely. Damn! Look at you right. bringing the knowledge. Yeah. Um, so I was close when I said New <laughs> Canada. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, you know. Actually, I believe I, I said, who cares? But <laughs> Well, the so important that, well, thing... Tim says yeah. that no matter what the topic, so... Well, uh, for real, yeah. Well, the important thing is they go out into the, they go out into the woods. They're, they're on their own. Their numbers get thinned. But then luckily, because uh, Will Smythe is... Because, you know, he, he's, he's a fuck-up. He's this I love char- how big a shithead this character is. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is just like he fucks everything up. But luckily, Marion uh, Marion Dalton comes back and is like, "What the fuck? My wife went off this future man. Well, I guess I'll go follow him." So he follows them and uh, basically kind of he kind of takes over when he arrives because he's like, "Look, this this guy's a fuck up." You guys should follow yeah, he's, me. Yeah, he's kind of the the Fred of the Scooby Doo gang at this point. Yeah, I mean, I have to say that, like, uh, I I think it's interesting because if because if I was there and I was like, and and I showed up and I was like, oh yeah, this is the guy who's been taking my wife. It's like fuck off, I'm taking my wife back and leaving. But instead, he's just like, oh, I'm joining you guys. Yeah, we're, right. we're it's like okay. Um, well, I think he's also they, concerned. They found a commune. I think he's concerned that they also, I mean, they have like children with them, like not just his own daughter Fanny, but also like. Yeah, it's like children. you idiots are gonna die out here oh, without me. He is—he's concerned about other people's children. I mean, you know, this is non-toxic masculinity with this uh, Marion Dalton. You know, <laughs> he just cares about. The, but um, basically, what happens is they discover this particular valley that uh, the Shawnee will not go into because it is cur- because they believe it is cursed. Right. So yeah, they f- they found a cabin that's that they're like, oh great, a cabin. They get closer and it's all burnt out. It's like oh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, the preacher man's real excited because he's like, "Hey, I don't have to build shit." Yeah, right. nor yeah. would he be able to. I, I get the feeling. Yeah. Right. Uh, so they they hang out in this valley. Uh, weird shit starts happening. 
uh, like you see trees with uh, with glowing eyes and other yeah faces yeah. in the trees. Well, the the thesis that that the movie uh, posits is it says you know when blood is spilled it gathers in the earth into basically like devils or spirits. Oh, I'm so sorry we had to cut you off there because the episode gets really good right after that. Why don't you hop on over to patreon.com slash have you seen this? And for just a couple of bucks every month, you get the rest of this episode plus another bonus episode that all the plebes don't even have access to. It gets really dirty. It's it, We take it to a whole other level, but oh man, I wish I could play the rest of that episode for you. Ooh, sorry.